Alright, welcome back to Goonies World. My name is Goonie, also known as Colin, and I'm joined by Sean, also named, known as Johnny Pharaoh. That's right, I'm also known as Johnny Pharaoh. Also known as Sean, also known as Johnny Pharaoh. Also, um, uh, sorry, got caught in the loop. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and I'm joined by Meanie, also known as Ryan. Also known as Meanie. Also known as Ryan. Yeah. Correct. And we're continuing our fudge game, our hard time at Hardgate game. That's I right. I feel so lonely, babe. I feel so lonely. Well, here at Hardgate Hotel. Hardgate Hotel. Song that was apparently stolen. I wrote, I wrote that the other night, and a time-traveling vampire stole my song and took it to some idiot named Elvis. Now, if you think that uh, we're really running a game about time-traveling vampires and you haven't caught the last couple episodes, you might want to. We are, I'll remind the listener, in our same universe uh, as our Kids on Bikes episodes that we played a while back in the fictional universe of Jupiter Springs. It's much like ours, but different. And... We are in the 1980s in Hardgate Prison in Nevada. So go back and listen to the last couple episodes if you need a recap. Otherwise, our prisoners, Duke and Frank Williams Jr., have plenty on their plates to deal with. And they wake up the bright new morning. Of course, the first thing you do in the morning is you head down to the showers. So as you guys walk down together... With your, yeah, I forgot to sharpen some soap into a shiv. <clears throat> Spivey is with you guys. And boy, I hope there's no more trouble in the showers today. Well, I don't imagine there will be. I certainly hope there is not, because I have certain things I wish to do, accomplish today, which I will not be able to do if I end up in the hole of the infirmary. Well, it seems to me that, you know, you, you've got you got this temporary reprieve from the from King Kelly and the Pale Riders. Well, just till tomorrow, though. Just until tomorrow. You got till tomorrow to get him these snack cakes you guys promised. How you guys doing on well, that? Uh, you got to get sugar tits some pudding. I got a plan. Yeah, also, I didn't ever get my phone call uh, yet. But, uh... Yeah, you're going to have to talk to Officer Davis about that if you want to get it before the, before the weekend. Yeah. See what he'll help me out with. Well, luckily, the showers do occur without incident that morning. As of right now, you guys are sort of under temporary protection. You've already had your tussle with Stroker for the moment, although you get the feeling that guy's not going to forgive easily. Is he still in the hole? No, he's out now. Oh, he's out. Yeah, he's back out of the hole now. And you saw him in the showers that morning, but he didn't do nothing other than make uh, creepy looks in your direction, a little kissy face toward you. And uh, other than that, you go off to... uh, your jobs after breakfast, unless there's anything you want to accomplish I during would. breakfast. There oh. is for me. Okay. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Um, while in line, uh, I assume it's just like cafeteria, like slopping yep, shit down. Yeah, they're slopping it down. You move on in there. You get what you get, you don't throw a fit. Yeah. Uh, the most um, compassionate or perhaps gullible looking person uh, on the line, I would like to. Uh, Pardon me. Well, yeah, yeah. What do you need? Come on, we gotta keep the line moving. I just, I'm just got, I'm just got some trouble. I'm trying to, I'm trying to solve. And uh, if you could give me maybe a fruit cup, I, you know, a fruit cup, man. All the guards take the fruit cups, buddy. 
nothing I can do. Let's take the fruit cops. Nothing I can do about it, man. Well, the state sends the fruit cops because you guys are supposed to have some fruit, but the guards eat them all. Nothing I can do. Well, what? Chocolate milk, then maybe? He is looking nervously left and right. Make a, uh, make a ego roll. We we need a great result to get him to. That's going to be superb. <sighs> all right, listen. Take the fruit cup and keep moving. But no chocolate milk. Man, you guys. They, they told us not to be nice to you guys because they said you, you give them an inch, they'll take them out. Just you take your fucking chocolate milk and keep moving. The line's going. Come right. on. Thank you very much. You Thank didn't get much. it from me. Keep moving. Thank you very much. Where have I heard that? <laughs> anyway. Uh, hey, having obtained both of those things without too much trouble, you uh, return to your seat with your chocolate milk and your fruit cup. Uh, now this is. They don't. Do they give out brownies at breakfast? Yeah, there's always a brownie. Oh, there's always a brownie. Okay. Well, I can certainly prepare that now. Let's uh, add the ingredients all together. Well, I, 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 maybe we should wait. Maybe we should wait until. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if we should because I don't have the lid yet. Now I'm gonna have to talk with Spivey. Oh yeah, we should wait until we have that. Yeah, Spivey needs to forge the uh, pudding box. Pudding lid. <laughs> pudding lid. So you guys can make a poison chocolate pudding cup. Yep. Out of brownie bits, chocolate milk, and poison. Yeah. Only one problem with that. That Headley comes over to your table. Well, hello there, boys. Happy to see you again, boy. Sugar Tooth woke up with powerful need of sugar this morning. And I believe we have an arrangement where you're going to give Sugar Tooth your brownie. <gasps> well, it looked to me like maybe you already ate your brownie. No, I think we're going to actually wait, so. Okay. Uh, yeah, we need to wait till we get the So I want to say, uh, well, we, we, we were thinking about holding them in reserve, but I think we're going to wait on that. What? what? Now, uh, let me explain. I don't think Sugar Tits going to like that. Oh, but I think he will. Oh, oh, you think he will? If you let me explain. I'll let you explain. Now, here, here t- you can have my brownie from this morning. Mm-hmm. But tonight, or possibly tomorrow morning, I might not be able to provide a brownie because there might not be one because I might have a plan for my brownie. You got a plan for your brownie that's better than that brownie's plan to end up in Sugar Tits' belly. Well, how, how, how much you reckon Sugar Tits likes King Kelly? I say he don't like him very much at all. No, sir, not at all. Well, I got a plan whereby I might be able to get rid of King Kelly. By, now, he knows about my, the snack cake and pudding empire mm-hmm. that we was getting ready. Everybody knows about your snack cake and pudding connections. Yes, that's right. Now, my plan, now everybody, I believe everybody knows that uh, sugar tits are supposed to get the pudding. But That's right. I reckon what I'm going to do is pretend to double cross sugar tits and send a poison pudding cup to King Kelly and tell him that I, we're on his side now, but then he's going to kill him. Hmm. I reckon that's worth one brownie. All right. I can't be certain which brownie it'll be, but it'll be soon. Yeah. Well, I I do hope I can. I do hope Sugar Tits get enough sugar from other sources. Because when Sugar Tits don't have his sugar, things get nasty real fast. Does Sugar Tits have the diabetes? Listen, Sugar Tits, his health problems is his own business. If he's got diabetes, he needs to check his blood sugar. Check it often. 
Yeah, he be eating his oatmeal and everything. Don't you worry. Now, all right, I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to talk to him about this, but if he ain't happy about it, you know first place he's going to come. It's going to be to you. I understand. And he's going to poke your eyeball out, and then he's going to piss in the hole. That does not sound pleasant. No, it's not pleasant. I've seen it. It's not even pleasant to see, mm-hmm. let alone have happened to one. And then once you've got it done, you can't see. That's right. That's not good. You can only see pee. <laughs> 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 so unless you want to be seeing B, <laughs> this brownie situation uh, and this whole pudding box better not turn out to be bullshit. I promise it ain't bullshit. Uh, the pudding box is, is green lit, uh, underway, and uh, and I don't. I, I reckon I, I will not have to be seeing B anytime in the near future. I certainly hope so. <coughs> well, I hope not for your sake. All right now, and. Uh, he, he, he heads on back to the table and whispers something in Sugar Tits here on the other side of the room. You look over and see that big mound of flesh. Sugar Tits. And at first he looks real pissed off. Like, what? No brownie? And then he sits and listens for a minute. And he looks over towards your table. And he looks over towards the other side of the room where King Kelly sits with the Pale Riders. And he looks back at you guys and just barely and imperceptibly nods. As if you've been giving Sugar Tits blessing to uh, assassinate King Kelly. <laughs> so, with two of with two of those ingredients, uh, now it's time to go to work, and uh, you'll have to spend your day, obviously, punching holes in uh, ATM face plates like you do every day at work. And, and his stroker here. Old stroker's back, yeah. all right. Oh, well, hello again. I'm like a bad penny. I always turn up, just when you least expect. Now I'm twice as dirty as a bad penny laying on the ground. So it seems you boys have bought yourselves a temporary reprieve. That's what I understand, yes. Well, there ain't no reason why we can't make friends. Well, all right, I suppose. Uh, oh, I, I'm nothing if I ain't flexible. All right. Well, in that case, I suppose we ought to just go about our business today. Well, you understand, a man's got to do what a man's got to do in a place like this. Oh, I understand. But there's certain things a man needs and wants in life. Like, say, maybe if there was to be a surplus of snack cakes running around, maybe the stroker would like to have his little bit, too. You see what I'm saying? But I'll tell you what right now. Oh, the minute, and I mean the second, I mean the millisecond, I mean the nanosecond, that you lose the protection of King Kelly. I'll be up inside you and cut you up on the inside, boy. Tell you right now. <sighs> well, let's hope it don't come to that stroker. No, we gotta work together. We might as well be civil. Yes, indeed. Now, I have no intention of a repeat of what happened in the shower. Well, no, that did not turn out well for me either. So I heard I missed a very good movie last night, and he goes on to, you know, almost, it's almost even worse having to sit there and make small talk with him for the entire rest of the day, because he doesn't shut up. And uh, he goes on about the recipes for Leonese potatoes, and uh, I used to eat crawdads, and uh, so on, going on and on and on. And, uh, but, you know, he he doesn't fool you into thinking you're friends at all. But he seems to be trying to get on your good side just in case there could be snack cake action that he could get in on. Now, is there anything else you want to accomplish while you're here at work today, or is it just something you have to do? I just want to get, at this point, I just want to get through it. Mm-hmm. Well, you get through it, you, uh, 
you use anything? Um, not at here, uh, but I do. Whenever we get, I get a chance. I need to buy toothbrush. Yes, you do. Um, and then, like, I gotta. I don't know when next, like, uh, session is where I talk. You gotta to go right after work. See right. Doctor Trudy. All right. But like Officer Simmons always says when you come in here to work, you can make it go easy, you can make it go hard. This could be the shortest day of your life or the longest day of your life. and You can make it go fast. You get through it, you ignore Stroker as best you can, and then after work you're briefly, <clears throat> briefly split up to where Frank Williams Jr. can go to exercise in the yard or have a bit of free time, and Duke has to go back to the admin building to see Dr. Trudy be in what is called around prison the murder club, which is a talk therapy group for people who are convicted murderers. And once again, you're in group with all the worst guys in the prison, Sugar Tits himself, King Kelly, Ross the Hoss, uh, Enzo, Stroker, everybody's there. So have you had time to reflect a little bit? Uh, Duke, says Dr. Trudy, are you feeling more acclimated to your surroundings? Uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, I think, uh, the laundry would be a good fit for me. <laughs> says King Kelly. I'm sorry, I choked for a minute. Uh, yes, uh, as far as, uh, my, uh, work employment, I think, um, laundry will do fine. Thank you for the opportunity. Oh, well, that's, you know, we just want you to be successful. And I'll put you in a position to help you be successful. The choice is always yours. I really hope the laundry works out for you. It's been going great for uh, for King Kelly and, and Ross and all the other gentlemen. You know, they, they've really... Uh, they've turned a page, I believe. They, they, they Upstanding citizens, looks like. Well, upstanding citizens need to stick together, says King Kelly. Especially when they follow through with their commitments. You understand what I'm saying? There, Duke? Of course. Uh, it won't be long now. A well, laundry room can be a rough place for guys who don't follow through on their commitments. Isn't that right, Doctor? You're talking about how, how, how important commitment is? Oh, yes. It's very important to follow through on one's commitments. Be a man of your word, Duke. Do you think you can be a man of your word, Duke? Can you make that good choice? Yes, ma'am. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and sign off on a laundry room job for you. You'll be starting there tomorrow. All righty. All right. All right. Says King. King Kelly. And uh, <clears throat> meanwhile, is there anything you wanted to accomplish uh, during that 45 minutes? He's going to be a group. Frank. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Uh, you need to uh, do something to uh, get in trouble to get uh, breaking rocks. It's, oh, uh, somebody's. I've got to do the laundry job, so. I, in, I intend to. Okay. <laughs> um, not, not necessarily right now, but I figure if I manage, if I do manage to kill King Kelly, I'm going to be fucking breaking rocks for a while, so. <laughs> uh, so I, I'll take the heat for that when it, when it comes down to it. Um, uh, but f- what, for the moment, what I would like to do is track down Spider. Spivey's never hard to find. And, uh, he, he always uh, sits on the... There's these little bleachers, and he's usually just sitting on them. During, he doesn't lift weights. He doesn't do anything like that. Uh, hey, what's up there, Frank? Hey, Mr. Spivey. Now, I, I seem to have managed to procure a fruit cup. Ooh. You're serious about this, then? I'm very serious, and I'm so serious. That as payment for your services, mm-hmm. you may eat the fruit in the cup. Wow. 
Wow. Alright, um, okay, okay, I'm gonna have to get out my, my brush. I've already uh, concocted some ink from a few, so I, I need to get to work on this immediately, though, soon after dinner. Alright, I'll do a start, I'll start right after dinner. Alright, now, if you could get it done soon, I might have a pack of cigarettes you can put over me. Gosh, we're gonna be eating dinner so soon. I have to skip dinner and I get in trouble. All right, now, man, you you do it when I you got to do it. Maybe have it for you at the end, just before the end of free time tonight, hopefully. All right. Well, you just let me know. I mean, I'd love to have a pack of cigarettes. But you you can't rush art. <laughs> I wanted to be very convincing. Oh, it, yeah, and that's that's going to take at least a little bit of time. All right. But I'll, I'll do my best. I'll, hey, you've been good to me, Frank. You've been a, a stand-up uh, cellmate. The last guy was a real pain in the ass, quite literally, some oh, nights. Well. So, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to do you the, do you the solid. <clears throat> anyway, so dinner time comes, and you're both there. And I assume you sit together again. Anything you guys want to get done during dinner? You just need to get through it and get your pudding cup. Or um, Yeah, I mean, um, I'm going to... Uh, like try to attempt to abscond with the brownie with a brownie. Yeah, and to, uh, to that's understood this time. Yeah, yeah. Well, no big deal from sugar tits, and no one's looking too carefully to see if brownies are in pockets on the way out. <coughs> and so soon enough, it is your short bit of free time before lights out after dinner. No special events happening tonight. Commissary is open right now. If you wanted to pester Davis for a phone call, now would be a good time. Get a little bit of wander around time. The yard's open. They keep the doors to the cell blocks open. Um, well, I do need to go get a toothbrush, so I'll do that. You're back again, huh? Hmm, have I been here before? I can't nope, remember. I think that was your buddy. <laughs> all you all you night ranges, motorcycle club guys, that get you all mixed up. Uh, Are you in here looking for pudding? There ain't no pudding. No, I need to... Brush my damn teeth. What happened to your last one? You carved into a shiv? Yeah. <laughs> well, I gotta be honest with you, buddy. You're pretty forthright. There you go, dollar twenty-five. Doesn't everybody <laughs> at least get one toothbrush into a shiv? Well, not everybody's got a dollar twenty-five to buy a toothbrush with, and that's what you need to buy one from me. Uh, wait. How much do I have? No, I don't think I have that. You, pro- you should have probably like ninety. Well, ninety cents, cents now. And I, if I, if I, I, having been to the commissary, I probably would have known that you needed that and could have given you. Yeah, I think thirty cents. Totally. But then you only have a dollar twenty. So. Well, that gets you within the begging range. Sir, <laughs> I've been eating uh, so much. Uh, you know how my buddy was talking about pudding. Oh uh, yeah. You might have heard a rumor going on. We no longer need your services for pudding that you couldn't provide. Uh, we got our own pudding, and I've been eating a lot of it, and that's why I need this toothbrush so bad. Where are you getting pudding? Well, if you let me have this toothbrush, I'll tell you all about it, and you can have some of your own pudding. I ain't giving you a toothbrush for free. i got to mark something down in the log. Well, I, I, not for free. I've got... Uh, uh, $1.20. twenty. Dollar twenty. It's cost dollar twenty-five. Yes, plus some information on some pudding. It's better be five cent information. Oh, I, it's a lot more than that. You're getting a bargain. All right, take the damn toothbrush. 
All right, thank you very much. You need it. Your breath stinks. Yeah, I understand that. All right, what's this big info you got for me on this well, pudding ring that's going? I mean, do you want in on it? Uh, my, the information is you're going to get some pudding. And <laughs> <laughs> I can go get pudding any day I want. I get to leave at the end of my shift, unlike you. Not like this pudding. <laughs> what kind of pudding you got that I can't get down at the convenience mart? Gourmet. <laughs> well, you got your hands on gourmet pudding is what you're telling me. Yep. It's uh, Is it dark chocolate? Anything you want. You got white chocolate? Anything you want. And I mean anything. <laughs> Make the you can ego roll. <laughs> I need at least a good result here. It's like a non-shitty... And now we got a fair. Get out of here with your stupid pudding story and take your... You owe me five cents, by the way, buddy. Damn it. I'm oh. making a note here. You're getting, you're getting docked five cents tomorrow. Going straight into the pudding ring. <laughs> Gourmet pudding. Ridiculous. Fine. All right. <laughs> well, at least you got your toothbrush. Yeah. <laughs> and I probably should <clears throat> uh, make sure I brush my teeth before I turn it into a shiv. Uh, yeah, you probably should. Might not be get another chance to brush my teeth. Well, I guess you could keep the uh, the toothbrush part and just shiv down the other end. So you could keep the brush. Yeah, I mean... Oh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. So while that's uh, going on... <clears throat> uh, this is after dinner, right? Yeah. After yep. dinner free time. I'm going to try to see if Spivey's got my... Uh, yeah, he said he could maybe get done right. So he got about 15 minutes of free time left, right? And he's like, all right, you can come back to the cell because you guys are cellmates. And he's like, what do you think? What do you think? How does it look? Oh, well, it looks pretty damn good because he's good at his job. And we're assuming that he's going to succeed at his stated level of ability at this stuff, which is superb. Oh. Put a lot of this in. And I put a lot of the, myself into this. It's one of my best. It's one of my best, Frank. Just take a look at it. What do you think of the brand name there? Did this... Uh, it is just in your honor. Uh, Jupiter Springs Pudding Cup. What do you think? That looks fantastic. I think that's going to do just fine. You know they got that big pudding factory there in, in Jupiter Springs, so I figure this really clinches it. Yeah, that's all right. That's that's wonderful. All right. Pudding factory out by the Europa <laughs> Roadhouse. Yeah, it's where Plunger's Grandma works. Of course, it's the pudding does. factory. <laughs> So he plunges rolling in pudding cups. That's why he's jaded, and he's only into marshmallow fluff. So, huh. <laughs> anyway. What's, what's, I'm trying to imagine what her job is. She's like, she's a pudding stirrer. She just like sits there. She's a pudding squirter. Stirs she, the, pudding. The, the empty pudding cup, and she squirts the pudding into it, and yeah. then it keeps moving. I mean, yeah, the pudding squirter. But, uh... Anyway, and if you're not careful, you're going to spend your life squirting pudding, kid. So, <laughs> anyway, so yes, the pudding cup was great. Superb work. Superb craftsmanship. Now, of course, there's no pudding in it, and you don't have any pudding. I don't, but I have a brownie and I have chocolate milk. And you can be here, too, I assume, because it's still free time. You guys got about 10 minutes. All right. And uh, you're going to try to visit uh, King Kelly before free time ends. 
He's always sitting at his special table. Well, we gotta concoct this pudding somewhere. So, well, of course, your cell is relatively private. Um, I'm gonna. Yeah, the Spivey's there. Oh, you didn't see none of this, okay? I don't know. No, no, no. What are you guys doing? I'm making. Don't you mind making some special pudding? Tell you what, boys, I'll just take a little walk. How about that? Yeah, would go that, for a walk. Would you feel better? Yeah, go for a walk, Spivey. That's good. I, I don't think your friend Duke and I have the special relationship that you and I have, Frank. So, anyway. And Spivey tactfully steps out of the room, and you guys are alone. Now, of course, the cell doors are open, and there are people walking by, you know, now and then outside, but there's no place that's going to get more private than you are right now. Well, I'll bring out my uh, chemicals, my bottle. Yeah, bottle of cleaning. Uh, Unscrew it, just kind of pour it a little bit in. That uh, you stole from the factory, and you pour a little bit of that in there. How much? Just a little bit? Uh, like maybe one-fourth. One-fourth of the bottle? Okay. No, of the uh, one-fourth, like... Of the cup? Of the cup, yeah. All right. And then you're going to put what else in the little cup? Uh, I'm going to mash up, mash up brownie um, and put a little bit in there to use as to use a thickening agent. <laughs> yeah. And soak up the <laughs> and soak poison. Up the, and soak up the poison and then pour in chocolate milk to top it off and then blend it to the best of my ability into something that hopefully looks passable as chocolate dark chocolate pudding <laughs> okay alright <laughs> and then uh, stupidest thing we've ever done. and then and then I guess you know how are you gonna make it look like it's not already open the lid thing um how are you gonna gum that back down sealant somehow mm-hmm. um what well what well I don't know can we it, what, what's the it's assume it's like some kind of plastic yeah and I don't know if there is a right answer to it I don't have an answer I'm hoping you do chewing gum no, that's not gonna work. Well, what I would like to try—maybe you could rewet the the residue that's already on there. You know, make it stick that way. Or what is your plan? Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna take a blend of a s- tiny, small amount of saliva and this cleaning solvent, and hope that oh. it, th- and, and okay. put it on the rim, and hope that it just slightly totally. melts the plastic yeah, enough to totally like, make it that. stick together. All right, all right, all right. Okay, I think I want to secretly roll to see how realistic it looks. So I'm hiding my dice from them, and uh, we're gonna call this. I think I'm gonna give you the best chance and go with ego on this. You know, this is about being brazen. And uh, okay. So finally, you got yourself a little pudding cup. It looks pretty convincing. And. You got about five minutes left of free time. Do you want to try to deliver it now? Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you going with him, Duke? I, I should, yeah. All right. Well, you guys march out, go down into the common area of cell block C, over towards the table where King Kelly is holding court with the Pale Riders, the vaguely racist motorcycle club that's a powerful gang oh, in here. Oh, they have swastikas on their necks. I don't know how vague it is. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and, uh, and they... Uh, and of course, Officer Kratt is on duty, and Officer Davis are kind of keeping an eye on the room. Kratt, of course, being the one who's in the pocket of the Pale Riders, and Officer Davis being the one who's a little bit of a pushover. But before you get up to the table, some Pale Riders, like, stop you when you're still, like, ten feet away from the table where King Kelly's sitting. And Kelly says, well, you got some, uh, you got some word on these snack cakes? Well, I do have an update. Uh, 
I'm getting tired of updates. You got about uh, 12 hours left on this snack keg. I I'm understand. Supposed, I'm I supposed understand. to be. I'm supposed to. Got, I'm supposed to have a ding dong in my mouth right now. <laughs> well, I, I don't have a ding dong for you to put in your mouth. Something. But I've got something that just might as be good, almost just as good. There ain't nothing as good as a ding dong in the mouth. <laughs> Americans. Anyway. Um, <laughs> well, as as that as true as that may be, that statement may be, I got something here I would like to. I would like to deliver personally, if I might. All right. What you got in mind? Because it better be better than a fucking snack cake. Well, hopefully it will be. Uh, you'll be the judge, I, I suppose. But now, you may have heard that we had a pudding arrangement with uh, sweet sugar tits. I hear things. And uh, I believe I've made it clear that if there's any pudding to be had... Then it needs to come to me and not to Sugar Tits. That fat bastard's had enough pudding. Yes, and he's had my brownie every day since I've been here, but... If you promise not to tell Sugar Tits... I'm gonna just, like, deliver, like, slide the pudding cup over. Well, you start to reach... You st when you start to reach out, there's, like, five guys. Hey, 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 I'm just going for the pudding, Easy boys. now. Easy now. It's <laughs> <laughs> a tense moment as the pudding is slid onto the table. Just sliding some pudding. His eyes go wide. That's the most superb-looking cup of pudding I've ever seen in my life. Real chocolate. It's delicious. I hope I have not obviously tasted it. It's this real particular dark batch, chocolate. But it's the small batch gone made Jupiter Springs Pudding Company. This was hand-squirted. Now, you boys could have avoided a lot of problems for yourselves by standing up in the cafeteria the first night you got here and sat in front of everybody. That the night ranges are a bunch of pussies. And before I eat this pudding, I'm gonna give you one more chance to do that. Because well, I like to be friends with a man that can get pudding like this. After what happened, how they double-crossed me, I'm fine with saying that. I don't know about you, Frank, but uh, I think I'm done with the night rangers until I get my hands on that uh, Lars fella. Well, he did double-cross you and possibly a child who may belong to either one of us. So I think that uh, I'm inclined to agree. And indeed, when I get out of here, and once I have exacted revenge upon Hank Williams Jr., I may very well seek to exact revenge upon Lars himself. You ain't never getting out of here. There's only one guy that ever got out of here, Pete Stryker. No one knows how he did it. Well, I mean, you know, I, I did, I'm, not, I'm not a cold-blooded killer, so... Uh, like uh, my friend here. So no, you're not. So I, 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 I think I might get out of here someday. Let me tell you what you are from now on. The most important thing you will ever be is my fucking pudding delivery boy. Is that understood? I want oh. you to think about that while I'm enjoying this fine pudding. All right. Now, what is it you want us to say? The, the night rangers are pussies. Bunch of oh, pussies. You can say it in public everywhere. You can say it in the cafeteria tomorrow night. That's when you're going to say it. No, you're going to say it at breakfast tomorrow. Breakfast tomorrow, yes, sir. All right. And then he uh, opens a pudding cup. A little sticky. Guess that speaks. But you had this in a hot truck or something, boy. Well, I can't. I cannot. Uh, you got a spoon? Incubator. Somebody give me a spoon. And, of course, one of his boys has got a spoon, you know, pilfered from somewhere. He takes a spoon. <laughs> he 
he clutches at his throat. It's too chocolatey for Everybody's going, boss, boss. They're all in over. Officer Crab runs over. Officer Davis runs over. Um, Ross the Hoss looks up at you with murder in his eyes. And I, what did you give him? I gave him Putin. I'll kill you. He launches himself at you. Officer Davis tries to throw himself in. Everywhere, there's a huge dog pile of a fight with elbows, feet, fists, nightsticks. It's a totally confusing melee. Everybody, go ahead and uh, make a power roll during this fight against my. Come on. And uh, I have a great result here for the ferocity of the swirling melee. I have a great result as well. Then you take no actual serious damage. You just get knocked around a lot, and you can kind of manipulate your way out of it. What ah, about you, good. Duke? Oh, well, Duke, you're gonna get, uh, you're gonna get banged up a little bit. Or, uh, battered a little bit. Okay. Yeah. A little bit battered by it. Some bruises. Minor headache. Pulled a muscle, but nothing serious. But that goes on until all the other guards come in. And the rest of the night is occupied by all of the activity that goes into the death of King Kelly. And you are both dragged away and put in the hole for your own safety. At least that's the way it's explained to you. Until we, and then, uh, and, and there's no... Now, you guys are close enough where you can sing or holler to each other and communicate that way when you're both in the hole. And you could do that if you want. Otherwise, it's a long rest of your night without incident. And then in the morning, you're woken up, Frank, and uh, you're taken up to see the warden. Okay. All right. Well, hi there. It's good to see you again, Frank. Well, the pleasure's mine, warden. Yeah, listen, uh, friend, uh... I just gotta tell you, we've had some uh, some people from West Wells Police Department out here, and uh, they've they've taken this this pudding cup to a lab, and it seems like there's some some uh, very dangerous and toxic cleaning chemicals in this cup of pudding that you gave uh, King Kelly. Is that a fact? I mean, do you have any idea how that could get there? Well, the, I, they better. Go inspect the factory. It was, mm-hmm. it, it was hand hand squirted into the yeah. pudding cup. Yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. There's a wise man named Shakespeare. He's he's written a thing called a book, and uh, in his book he says, "Oh, what tangled webs we weave." We practice. I wrote things. that. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> now listen. It turns out that there is some of this very chemical, a bottle of it, missing from the shop where you work. Now, isn't that interesting? And as it I'm not putting two and two together here. And we have no pudding cup delivery uh, on record. And uh, it seems like possibly that was a fruit cup with a very... Basically, we think you killed King Kelly. No, I, I would never do such a thing. I was I was giving him a peace offer. Well, we're going to have to have a, a big investigation, you understand. I mean, uh, I don't feel 100% equipped, and uh, so I'm going to be turning the investigation over to uh, Assistant Warden Howell. He's going to handle everything. And he's recommended to me that in the meantime, an example must be made. So your new job is breaking rocks. You've been assigned to gravel. I hate to say it. I know that's not what you wanted. (laughs) Warden, I I, I must protest. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I try to be a nice guy. I tried to be, this is tough love. 
tough love. Now listen, between you and me, King Kelly was a bad man, a real bad man. But no one deserves to die after thinking they're going to get some delicious pudding. <laughs> <laughs> and then eating the pudding only to find out that it's been poisoned. Uh, with poison that was gathered from a place you work at that well, is missing. I understand, sir. But Unless you think it was your friend Duke who did it. Because he was with you when you were offering... Uh, and this whole, all these rumors I've been hearing about this supposed uh, outside pudding connection, a snack cake ring that's going. Now, I don't know... I don't know if this is true or whether this is just, you know, a bunch of hokum. Well, I can tell you, Warden, it, it is likely to be a bunch of hokum unless Duke actually has a pudding and snack cake connection, which I highly doubt. You know, interstate commerce means that if there's some kind of uh, pudding trafficking going on, this could become an FBI matter. Well, Warden, I think you need to know where I got that poison pudding cup from. Well, where did you get it from? I got it from Stroker. Make your ego roll. We are looking for it. It's a big lie. Let's let's go for superb. Superb plus plus. We have trans superb. Stroker, A. Eh? That's right now. You know, he's been a persistent... Uh, he's had a persistently bad attitude ever since I uh, got here, ever since my father, I mean, ever since the county commissioner put me in charge here. He's just been a real bad attitude. He's had a bad influence on the other kids, I mean, the other prisoners. So, um, yeah, I think I'll be having a little talk with Mr. Stroker. Yeah, and I'm not sure exactly what his intention was, and I, I, I assume he must have known that it was poisoned in some way, but he said it was just to get us on the in the good graces of, of uh, King Kelly. Now, I don't know why he wanted to do that, but anyway. Uh, oh, boy, the power struggles with these gangs. I tell you what. Well, listen, mister, if you think about it while you're breaking rocks in the hot sun today, I want you to think about what you've done. And I want you to think about making better choices in the future. Because I know you can be successful. I know you can. I believe in you. Well, I'm glad somebody does, Warden. Thank you. All right. And, uh, anyway, that that meeting's over. But you, uh, you have been now assigned to break rocks in the hot sun. Now, meanwhile, Duke, what do you got going on? Anything? Um... I guess we, there is the uh, musterite thing we need to do. Yeah, uh, permission. If, if, yeah. Mel, uh, Melvin Grove told you that one, even though you don't know why yet, apparently one of the parts of the plan is you have to get the blessing of a guy they call the Bean Machine. It's because his name is Evram Bean, and he's a leader of the group. They just call the Heller Gang. They name themselves after Jacob Heller, who is the founder of the musterites, which is a fringe sect that's been disavowed by most other Mormons. And uh, they have some strange ideas that are rather vague. And uh, But yeah, why you would need his blessing, the blessing from the leader of this gang, we don't know. But how do you think you might go about getting it? Well, first I wanted to, and I'm not trying to metagame here, but like first I wanted to make sure that, because uh, I would have done it, I, I want to get rid of the evidence of the um, <coughs> chemical bottle, you know, I would pour the rest of it down the drain. Mm-hmm. What do you do with the bottle? And I think the bottle, like, if I was out on the yard or something, I could just kind of try to toss it secretly, you know. Okay. Or try... And yeah, be, make a make at least a fair cunning roll. Okay. At least. Just to not get seen doing it. Because there are six guard towers around. 
All right. Um, well, that's great. Yes. You have a great yeah. cunning roll. Yeah, you're able to just flick it off. It goes right between the chain link out onto the... I mean, someone might find it eventually, but no one's going to find it on you mm-hmm. right now. And uh, anything else you want to do? No, and then I'll just go see if I can talk to this bean guy. All right. Now, you'll forgive me. I've actually forgotten what time of day it is in the prison world. Uh, it was morning, I believe. Oh, yeah, believe. you just, woke just up. got out of the yeah, hole. Yeah, you had to go to work. And so you're going to have to go to work and see him after after work. Actually. I go to the... Yeah, not a lot. Well, no, you could try to talk to him in the showers. It's a perfectly good place. Or breakfast, I guess. Okay. Yeah. In fact, breakfast does make perfect sense. And uh, when you file your way in the breakfast... First time you uh, haven't eaten breakfast with uh, with Frank in a while. He's, he's still talking to the... To the to the warden, and you're sitting by yourself today, and you look around the room, and you can see everybody knows where the musterites sit, it's, even though they can't wear their traditional garb that they normally wear, because they they all wear these they dress kind of like Mennonites, you know, and everybody knows them in the community from that. But here's just something about the way they hold themselves, and they are allowed to have their Book of Mormon, which they're reading. Only theirs has some extra books in it that the other Mormons don't think should be in it. And uh, they're over there praying before they eat their morning meal. Do you, you approach them? Um, yeah. Uh, I'll try to wait for, uh, you know, appropriate time. When they're done praying, for example. Yeah, I don't want to interrupt uh, their prayers. Well, they're all holding hands when they pray, and when they get done, they they, they get up and they start they they start eating. So it seems like good enough time to come over to the table, if you want. Yeah. Excuse me. I'm looking for the bean machine. I'm Ephraim Bean. Well, how do you do? My name's Duke. I do very well, Duke. I've I've heard a lot about you already, Duke. Oh, okay. Seems you've got some kind of pudding war or well, some it's kind It's escalated of... pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, listen, we stay out of that stuff around here. We're the Heller Gang. We don't deal with outsiders. So I want you to turn around and fuck off. Okay. Well, uh, here's a, here's an alternative uh, idea. How about uh, I uh, join your little uh, you know, group? Uh, because uh, I, I've seen the light. and uh, Oh, you've seen the light. And I need your permission uh, also to uh, get the hell out of this uh, place. What is it you're looking for? I'm looking, what I really want is to get back to uh, Jupiter Springs. And I want to tell my boy that I didn't, I'm no murderer. I just said I was. And I want to take that Lars neck into my hands and I want to squeeze it real hard. That's called righteous anger, what you're feeling. Yes, I feel it. And the mainstream church would tell you that anger is a sin. But I'll remind you, Jesus showed anger on several occasions. When he upset the tables of the moneylenders. And flipped that table right over. That's right. That's right. You want to flip over some tables, right? Yes. Yes, sir. Because the world is an unjust place. But we have an inner peace, inner strength. When we die, we will become the gods of our own planets. Mm, okay. That could be the kind of thing you could have, too. But if you were going to join us... I have to you, believe all that stuff then? If I, if I, well, uh, there's no way one can just believe it with a snap of a finger. Well, that's true. 
Duke, if you wanted to become a brother, if you wanted to become a heller, mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's a long, hard road. And you'd have to really prove your commitment. But there's one thing you can do that will show us you're serious. If you really want my blessing yes. to continue on this path. I had a very nice transistor radio that I was able to listen to the broadcast from the Musterite compound outside, outside of the county. Yeah. It was beautiful transistor radio, a gift from one of my wives. It was stolen from me. Stolen from me by a fellow by the name of Enzo. See that tall fella sitting over there by that fat piece of shit sugar tits? Yeah. Well, he took it, and now sugar tits has it. You get my transistor radio back from sugar tits, and I'll give you my blessing. Well, it's going to complicate things, but if that's what I need life, to do... Life then... is complicated. The road to salvation isn't easy. If you're going to populate your own planet someday with all your wives and your billions of children and be worshipped, then this is just the first tiny step. Okay. Uh, that's what I need to do. Then. That's what you need to do, then. That's what I'll do. All right. I like the confidence. Peace go with you, brother. And also with you. All right. Well, you spend the rest of the day working, I assume. And yep, most of it anyway, yep. Uh, now, there's one thing... Oh. Well, hang on. Well, what? yeah, I still... Well, I, I was going to... I, I didn't mention that um, at the beginning of this game, or when the first episode, that I um, Duke has a wife um, who is a much younger wife. Mm-hmm. That's a prison groupie type yeah. chick that started writing him letters, and then they got close, uh, you know, as close as they could be when he's behind bars, and then they got married. And so, she is a, a contact that he could have. Um, so I'm thinking. Well, maybe you need to talk to Officer Dave about that phone call after work. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. And but what's her name? Stephanie. Stephanie. Yeah. Stephanie Dale. Yeah. All right. And where does she live? Well, she's she wasn't. Leavenworth, Kansas. She's had to. Maybe she'll have to come out here to see you in a conjugal visit. Yes. Yeah, you can certainly call her in the meantime. I'm gonna assume she hasn't moved out here yet. She's trying to get funds together. Yeah. She'll follow me though. All right. Okay. That has been established. Well, and also I did write that just earlier. Just I didn't know if you saw her. Well. I missed that part. Yeah, we, we, we talk about this a lot and we write things on the on our message board and every sentence I don't always remember. But I did ask some of you guys though, I I do remember talking about do we have you know, outside contacts could be helpful, so that sounds good. Meanwhile, you are breaking rocks in the hot sun, and after about an hour and a half it gets really, really old. You're swinging his giant hammer. There are other guys who are using what you might call a power cutter which is a great big, heavy, thick, circular saw blade set into a handheld thing about the size of a jackhammer, but a thicker and bigger. It'll take two men to operate it. Um, and they are cutting up huge blocks with it, just like splitting them in half. There's this, this flinty rock that, that splits easy once they get it going, and giant chunks of it are tumbling down. And every now and then they have this earth mover come out and move parts of them into another pile. Because of the way they're jaggedly shaped, it's creating lots of little apertures, you know, and. Uh, 
tiny little caves where you could hide something like you've already heard in rumors. And so you can see the very piece of equipment that you need to get your hands on. There are four guys out here operating two of them. And uh, if you do something about it during the day, let me know. Otherwise, keep your eyes open and see what they do with them at the end of the shift and all that stuff. <clears throat> yes, I, I will be keeping a very close eye on uh, what they do with them. And also, I, I meant to ask, um, for our uh, role in the demise of King Kelly, I'm curious what, oh, yes. what that did to our reputation. Yes. Th what that does to your reputation is it raises it by two. Ooh, good. But if it gets out that you were ratting out, if it gets out that you were ratting out uh, even, if you even stroker, the idea of ratting him out or setting him up would actually lower your reputation again, so hopefully the, the uh, warden won't. Uh, yeah. Yeah, any kind of cooperation with the man, you know, or seeming to have to... If you get a library job or one of the good jobs, that lowers your reputation because you're a wuss, you know. Um, in fact, I forgot to tell you, your reputation actually goes by one more because you're on the rock pile. Oh, you're a troublemaker and a badass. That's in addition to the killing. Any... Yeah, I've got this little line here of, uh, this on my notes, there's different things you can do. Killing a guard will immediately bring you up to trans superb, but we'll worry about that later. But yeah, breaking rocks all day in the hot sun, and you see that power, big power tool that you supposedly need, at least according to Melvin Grubb. And at the end of the shift, the four guys who seem to be slightly more trusted are working their way off the rock pile into better jobs under the watchful eye of a fellow named Officer Milky. You hear him referred to as Officer Milky by a few of them. Not a nickname, it just happens to be his name. Under his watchful eye at the end of the shift, he unchains a shed, literally just like a little shed, that's at the back of the factory building where your friend Duke is working right now. And there's a trailer there where they have some offices and that's where they keep the earth mover. And behind that shed, you notice what you hadn't noticed until now, they've got a forklift parked back there, too, underneath an awning. And they put the big power cutters into the shed, and then Officer Milky chains it all back up, puts the key in his pocket, and that's the end of the shift. And you're exhausted because it's hard, hard work swinging that big-ass hammer all day. And no one's even singing any work songs to make it go better, either. And so by the time it gets to that little... By the time you see your friend Duke leaving the uh, air-conditioned factory where they're drilling the plates and all that, uh, you're all covered with grime, you know, and rock, rock dust and that kind of thing as you guys join together on your way back to your bit of free time before dinner. Did I work... You go to your first day of work at the laundry room, and the second you walk in, somebody throws a uh, metal basket on wheels across the room towards you. Try to dodge out of the way, because it's coming in. Mm, I don't think that looks too good. Exactly good. That was exactly good. Well, I got a good, too, so you actually dodged out of the way and bang. Well, well, well. And it's Ross, the hoss. What's up? The little night rangers come to work. Did you bring some pudding to kill us with? No, I'm all out of pudding. Well, we're all out of waiting for your snack cakes. Because King Kelly's dead. 
and there's a new king, and that's me. Okay, for now. Get him, boys! And suddenly, like, dozens of guys rush you. What, do you want to back out and run outside, or you want to fight them? Yeah, I'm going to run as fast as I can. All right, you turn around and run out the door. The guards go, hey, where are you going? And uh, the second they see the guards, they stop, and they're all laughing. Yeah, run, little man. Okay, by the way, your prison reputation just went down one. Yeah. All right. And I'm going to have to come in there and watch you the whole time, said a couple of guards. And they assigned four guards to sit inside the laundry room with all of you guys, just so you don't get killed. That's not enough. <laughs> Luckily, one of them's not Officer Kratt. But everything goes into this big industrial-sized washer. I mean, they're watching, like, the entire laundry load in there. And you can see they've got a lot of wastewater. They must be going out of here somewhere, but it's probably getting sucked down underneath. It means, which leads you to believe there's some kind of water pipe system in here that's pretty substantial. That, uh, and this is just flatlands all around you. So they've got to be getting their water and sending it away through pipes that are probably submerged. And, uh, starts to lead you to speculate based on little things you've already heard. Need a job in here, need a power cutter, you know, that type of thing. You're starting to get the sense that any escape plan is definitely centered around the laundry room. Mm-hmm. And probably because there's a lot more piping in here than anywhere else. But it's just speculation, and it's a tense, tense, nervous day. Because these four guards are in here staring just to keep you alive. Because it's it now. The Pale Riders are after both of you. And, uh, they just can't do anything outside on the rock pile in front of everybody to, to, uh, Frank. But, so it, it basically, the message should be very clearly sent that the gloves have come off with the Pale Riders, and they will have their revenge. And you just barely, at the cost of a little bit of reputation, got out of it. But as you're leaving that situation, and you're coming off the rock pile, in fact, you might have noticed earlier all, all the guards having to run into that room, because you can you have a line of sight on the laundry where you're at, Frank, working on the rock pile. And at the end of the day, you guys can join up, and all the, all the Pale Riders are glaring at you as you guys are walking across the yard. This is usually where uh, people go back and have about uh, 45 minutes of free time before their dinner. But a bunch of members of the dog pack come up and stand around you guys. That's right. And Headley, who you've talked to before. All right, now. We heard some stories about some pudding. Everybody knows that King Kelly went down with some poison pudding. That's right. Is this the kind of poison that you were going to give sugar tits? No. The kind of pudding you were going to give him? No, we don't. Can we talk about this? <laughs> well, you said you're going to trick somebody. But I'm gonna, now I want to know, is there really any pudding? Or is this all bullshit pudding with bullshit flavor? Oh, I see what you're getting. I see what you're getting. No, 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 no. There, there is real pudding. Uh, well, Sugar Tits get tired of waiting for his pudding. Well, we get, well unfortunately, the pudding, the, the pudding uh, supply chain has it's been... pudding shortage. ...has been interrupted. And there's, there's actually, you might have heard, there was an explosion at the pudding factory. In Jupiter Springs. Why didn't I hear that? No. There's a big old uh, pudding flood. Flood. Uh, pudding great, flood. great flood. Downtown Jupiter Springs. Jupiter Springs. It was like 20 feet deep in pudding. <laughs> uh, make your... Uh, I need at least a, a good ego roll here. I got... Ooh, trans superb. Alright, well that's lucky. I got a great... Okay, good, because you could have ruined it with a terrible flood. 
you know sugar tits ain't gonna like to hear about no shortage in the pudding supply chain you you've been done giving uh you've been given rights because you've been postponing a certain obligation to sugar tits to get his protection because we're waiting on his pudding but we're gonna have to shorten your life expectancy if we don't got some pudding in 48 hours you got one choice and that's to kiss sugar tits feet like we talked about on the first night you're gonna bend down and kiss his feet and he's gonna be your master you're gonna be his slave that's how it works you got 48 hours where you're gonna have not only the pale rider is gonna kill you sugar tits himself gonna get in there good and he's gonna make it last believe me now I had hoped that getting rid of King Kelly might endear us to some degree with Mr. Sugar Tits. He's very happy about it, believe me. But there's a power vacuum now. You know what that means? That means fighting. That means warfare. It means we're going to war. Sugar Tits can't be distracted by these things. He needs to keep his strength up. He needs his sugar. Do you know how long it takes to clean up a pudding spill of this magnitude? It could be it could be days before a pudding supply gets reinstated. Well, I'm going to talk to Sugar Tits see if I can't get you a get you an extension well I, I sure do I sure do appreciate it Mr. Headley now I, I I mean we might be able to get some inferior pudding I'm listening uh, we'll have to see uh, I don't know I'll have to make make some phone calls it would make it very easier for me to make this deal for you if Sugar Tit gets something you understand what I'm saying I ain't talking about your brownie well he can have, he can of course is entitled to my brownie if he would like it but. I'll make a call I'll get it done. Yeah, you get some inferior. You don't have to be Jupiter Springs pudding. But there better be some pudding here. 48 hours. That's what you got. I'll get it. Or you kissing feet. All right. That sounds like sounds like a fair deal to me. All right, now I'm going to go eat. All right, now. Dinner comes. Anything you want to do at dinner? Not at dinner. I need to make that... Uh, well, whenever I can... After dinner, free time, yeah. Whenever is, is like... Phone call is allowed. It's, or well, that's us weekend. Still a couple more days, but uh, okay. well, but then, you can talk to Davis yeah, if you recall. I need to do that. No. All right. So how's it going in the laundry? Heard it was a little rough in there today. <laughs> well, I almost got jumped. Yeah. Well, I'm, I don't know what I can do for you out there. Well, I'm feeling pretty down. Yeah. See, I got this wife. You know. Yeah, Are you yeah. married? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well. Great to be married, know. isn't it? Oh, it sure is, you know. Yeah. We've got this special relationship with each other. Yeah. Can share our our feelings and all that. And uh, are you a are you a Christian man? Oh, sure, sure, yeah. absolutely. First well, Presbyterian. That's very nice. So, you know how it is. This covenant we have with our wives. Yes, I do. Um, yes, I do. It's very sacred, and. Uh, oh yes. I just would love to be able to make that phone call and talk to my dearly. Well, you can't wait well, a couple I, days. You can't wait. You can't well, wait no, till. because, you know, I got this threat on me. Oh, I, I see. Yeah, you know what? I you, have to say my... I did predict you weren't long for this place. Yeah, I'm going to have to say my goodbyes. I hope it's not goodbye, but just in case it is, you know, I'd like to talk to her just a short while. All right, make it quick, all right? Come through here. All right, thank you very much. I don't, wanna, I don't like abusing this special dispensation. Get in here. Make your make your phone call quick. All right. All right. Hurry up. You got you got two minutes. All right. He waters out and starts whistling nonchalantly next to a vending machine. That's on the other side. Is there of any him. pudding in it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, just a Twix. 
he gets out the Twix. And that's on the other side of the, you know, the wall in the visiting portion, which is where the phone is. And so you're, you've got a few seconds to make okay. a phone call. And I'll call Stephanie's house where she lived. Well, when she answers the phone, you hear a recording kind of interrupts you, and it's like this whirring sound that says, this phone call is originating from Hardgate Federal Penitentiary. Do you accept the call? Yeah, do you accept the call, so on and so forth. Baby, is that you? It's me, Puddin'. Oh, I miss you so bad. <laughs> I miss you so bad. <laughs> me too. I've been trying to get some extra shifts so I can get the moving money together, and I asked my Aunt Linda if she'd give me a little loan, and she said no, because she, she says you're no good. Told me to get a divorce. No, don't you do that now. No, I'm not going to do that, baby. Now, you know how I'm always calling you Puddin'? Yeah. Well, uh, I, now I need you to actually... Uh, put your name to some good use and uh, I want you to bring me some pudding. I'm going to bring you some pudding? Yeah. In All the way in Nevada? Yeah. That's a long drive. I know it, but it's an uh, emergency. I'm going to have to take I'm gonna have to take time off. We're having a pudding emergency. <laughs> <laughs> it is a real emergency, honey. Pudding. I need you to bring that pudding. Well, what kind do you want? You want chocolate or tapioca? Maybe I'll just get several flavors. Yeah, just get them all. You really need pudding that bad? You just want to see me. Well. They got conjugal trailer there, baby? Oh, yes, they do. I know what you want. You really do want me to bring pudding, though, right? It's not some censored phone call thing? Actual pudding and yourself, of course. But the the pudding. I need that pudding. Uh, (laughs) It's a long goddamn drive from Leavenworth, Kansas. As soon as you can, honey, you get to that grocery store. I'm going right now, baby. I love you. I love you too. I See love you, you soon. so much. <laughs> okay. Well, she runs off to uh, have her own adventure of driving across what Kansas, Colorado, Colorado, and Utah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she starts driving. Okay. She's gonna have to wear some diapers. She probably go up from Colorado into Wyoming and take eighty or something. I don't know. But. Yeah, that's what she's gonna do. <laughs> Pudding Highway. Well, her dad, <laughs> her dad, her dad's a trucker, so he's gonna give her the best uh, route. Um, well, that's gonna take her a while, but you got forty-eight hours, so uh, maybe she can make it. And so, yeah. anyway, you done? You make your phone call. You feel better? Yep. Uh, I right. said said what, what I had need? to say. Oh, good. You know, I could get in big trouble for this. No. Oh, I appreciate it. All right. I hope you make it through the night, man. I'll try. All right. Anyway, during that during that same free time, uh, Lippy Moe approaches you, and then as you return, you know, both mm-hmm. of you. Hey, listen, our, 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 our friend wants to know how, how it's going. He knows you got the jobs together. Uh, how you doing on getting uh, uh Okay. Well, he just wants to talk to you. Come with me. No. Okay. All right. Well, this time you guys go all the way to... His cell again, and you see that somehow he doesn't share a cell or whatever strings he's pulled somewhere. So please have a seat, make yourselves comfortable. Would you like to have some wine? Hmm. Uh. Now that would you make? Did you make it in the in the commode? Oh, absolutely. No thanks. Mm, no thanks. Right, you'll get. You'll change your mind eventually, unless uh, our plans go well. So how are you working? Did you talk to? Uh, I know. I my sources tell me you've already got your job switched. Yeah, and um, I've uh, talked to uh, the uh, Bean Machine. Yeah, yeah. 
and uh, Did you get his blessing well i've got to do a favor i got to get a transistor radio from uh from sugar tits mm. i'm gonna steal it from him that won't be easy so what i got well i know but i first of all i gotta get him some pudding when i do get the pudding i'm gonna bring it to him uh and i'm gonna take a look and see where i can if i can see that uh radio around and you know get some intel now you, you, if you look you might just be able to trade for it trade for it i'm not sure if, if she brings enough pudding yeah. and it's good enough pudding well i told her to bring a lot of pudding but uh, she'd never let me down yet so well however you get it i guess that's what uh, the bean machine requires but listen once you have that blessing you're a friend to the musterites for life if you can recite it back to them they know that you did them a good turn that's going to become important after you get out of here. Hmm. Well, you know, if you if, if Stephanie does come through with a sufficient amount of pudding, you might go down in Hardgate history as Pudding Box Dale. Don't you say things like that now. <laughs> well, there's it'd be really Pudding Box Jones has some pretty big shoes to fill. I don't know, but uh, if you get enough pudding, this. If this lady of yours comes through, or this pudding connection of yours comes through. Yeah. Now listen, I think you should definitely do what he asks you to do, because you're going to need his blessing when you get out. One more thing you need to do. I notice, uh, that when you're out by the rock pile, I told you you're going to need to get a power cutter. You're going to need to get one more thing. Oh yeah, what's that? And you get the key to that forklift they've got parked back there. Did you notice that? I did. You're going to need that on the way out. Now, <clears throat> I was imagining I could use the forklift to get the power cutter. Because well, they're stored in that shed. Nah. It's definitely a two-man carry job. You mean demolish the shed? Yes. That's exactly what I mean. Well, that'd be a... You need to give yourself a little bit of time after you have that power cutter. You're, let me tell you why you need the keys to that forklift. And he lowers his voice again. You're going to need that forklift to lift up that industrial washing machine off its base. There's the main power conduit from the electrical works at West Wells and the main water pipe, both sewage and delivery, runs through a tunnel, a maintenance tunnel, that goes all the way to West Wells little-known fact. Obviously, it's not an easy escape route because you got to lift up that great big thing and for the whole plan to work, you need a fella staying behind who's going to put everything back where it's supposed to be. You do that in the middle of the night, you could get six to eight hours head start. I obviously will give you some help. And right before you go, I'm going to give you a message that must be delivered to a young man named Merlin Grubb. He's a friend of Chips in Jupiter Springs. Now, can either of you gentlemen fly an airplane? And the answer is no. No. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, uh, not legally. All right, you're going to need to bring another fella. I know a guy in this prison who can fly. He's a certified pilot. He flew over 42 sorties in Vietnam. I think he's got what it takes problem is you might have a little bit of trouble getting along with him. This fellow named Stroker. 
you're gonna have to take Stroker with you. He's the only one that can fly the plane. And there's a plane waiting for you. Just like there was a plane waiting for my friend, because he put it right back where he needed it later. Now, before I tell you too much more about what's gonna happen after you get out. You realize we just killed Stroker's boss. Well, and then tried to set him up for it. Prison's a complicated place. I also heard he's in the hole. Oh, well, great. That's probably my fault. Well, you had no way to know. That's true. I like to piece out this, I like to deal out this information piecemeal because I never even, I'm still not 100% on you guys yet. And I can always, I always have some level of plausible deniability. As you know, I'm the master of the files in this place. I have absolute trust of the new warden whose childlike ideas I have done much to encourage. I'm not a prisoner here. I, I'm here because I want to be. I'm at the center of the spider's web, do you understand? You're okay. a weird dude, man. You have no idea. I thought that Melvin guy was weird, but you're, you're, I think you might be weirder. But the bottom line is, whatever differences you have with Stroker, you're going to have to patch up, because he's going to have to fly you out of here. Well, I might, uh... That's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. I might might try to get him to teach me a thing or two, and then I could just fly us, and we don't have to drag his ass with us. I very much doubt that will work. I may very much doubt that will work, too. Not the kind of thing you can learn just from, like, a user's manual. Um, Not effectively. Not to get you safely where you need to be. I suppose, I mean, it's not like we could just get a taxi to Jupiter Springs, so... What happens when he gets there is not my problem. Stroker is expendable once you've reached your destination. Well, and the world would be better off without him. That's probably true. Right. And if he's out there, he's probably going to start killing kids again. So but that's exactly mm. the more I think about it. I, it's the last person I need running loose in Jupiter Springs. I yeah. have loved ones there. But he's the only person in the <laughs> prison who's qualified to fly a small well. plane. Yep, I ain't a murderer, but uh, uh, if there is anyone that deserves murdering, it's that fella. All right, well, sounds like we got a, a plan here, or the makings of one, anyhow. That's right, but you need to get the key to their forklift and get it to me. All right, you need to get Stroker on board, one way or the other. Mm, yeah, I have to think about. It. You, to do that. And you need to get that radio. Yep. For the bean machine. Now, gentlemen, I think with that, we'll call it a night. What do you guys say? All right. Sounds good. Sounds like we got a good, uh, a good, uh, challenging, probably, sounds like, plan, but we got a uh, plan yeah. anyway. Yeah, so. and it sounds like, since we're going to go ahead and wrap it up for now, it sounds like for the first time ever on this, uh, Podcast will go into four episodes on a show, and possibly even beyond. I don't know how, how, yep. much, how long it'll take to get all this yeah, done. However long it takes, how, how 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 often and how badly we sidetrack you with our pudding bullshit. <laughs> That's all right, but the the pudding bullshit is what has made this the most fun for me <laughs> yeah. so far. So yeah, improv yeah. stuff. And uh, meanwhile, we'll end with a cutaway scene of uh, Stephanie Dale pedal to the metal, roaring across Kansas. With this, like, entire back of the station wagon. Just, she spent a month savings on pudding boxes <laughs> of every... She bought out every Piggly Wiggly, uh, you know, in Kansas. And is on her way with this mother load of pudding. 
All right, well, we got our pudding. All right. <laughs> so, tell you what, I think uh, I'm going to go get myself some pudding. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Enjoy some pudding, people. <laughs>